Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, offering quality live programming with holistic, spiritual, psychic, and metaphysical hosts. Welcome to Sacred Sexuality with Leslie Blackburn. Straight talk, enthusiastic support, and heartfelt encouragement for you to open up to your sacred sexuality. And now your host, Leslie Blackburn. Yay, my love, thank you. Ah, I'm I'm excited and particularly excited today as we settle in for this month's show, Sacred Sexuality. We get to have a beautiful guest join us, which I'll um, explore sharing a little bit about Sophia here in a moment. I want to invite as we begin that once again, this is about what's it like to meet our sacred sexuality, to meet the realms of consciousness sexuality, kink, uh, gender inquiry, fetish. There's all sorts of topics that sometimes we feel shy about or feel like they're, we don't have a safe place to talk about. And this is really a place where we're going to meet those and let ourselves be authentically who we are. And as we do that, I always like to have us begin with an opening um, beginning with a little bit of settling in and connecting with the body. So let's do that with a bit of a breath. As we breathe, feel into our bodies, our bellies, our wombs, our hearts, our minds, allowing a connection, feeling the breath, noticing sound, feeling the way we connect with the earth. (sighs) And really plugging into who we are. It's like this exploration of becoming submissive to our soul purpose. Can we connect with and relate to our soul purpose for us being here in this lifetime and really in devotional connection, open to its guidance. (sighs) And as we do, I invite, take a breath of gratitude for yourself for taking time for you. Mm. And then gently widen your awareness to feel the space around you as we come back into... Mm being here now. So as we begin today, I'm going to I'm going to bring Sophia on. Sophia, can you hear me? Have you been able to hear us? I have. Good morning. Okay. Sweet. Good morning. <laughs> I had this like I realized I was in this curiosity of of if I put you in a mode where you couldn't hear me. So I was like, (laughs) I just want to make sure you actually could. And so what I want to do as you're now joining us, I want to introduce you, but I want to make sure you were able to hear that. Um, So what's exciting, like I said, for me today, as we're exploring 
um, on this program is the chance to settle in and have a conversation with a dear friend and colleague of mine, Sophia Leva-Marie, who has been in quite a journey in her path of sexuality and healing and opening and has some similar pieces that we've heard me talk about my journey here quite a bit. And I'm looking forward to really hearing from Sophia today about her journey. So she, Sophia is breaking the silence. She left the religion she grew up in as well as her corporate career, releasing a traumatic past and went on a personal quest to have it all in her findings. She's teamed up with this impressive panel of 30-plus healers, educators, mentors, coaches, transformational leaders, and sexperts that we're, we're, in, we're embarking upon this journey of, a, of an online summit. And that online summit, you'll see a link to that. Uh, for those of you joining us in, joining in that have access to the Facebook stream as well, there's a link there. And it's pleasureprinciplelive.com slash Leslie B. There's a way you can join in that free summit um, for uh, connecting with us, you know, through this journey of over 30 interviews and, and um, videos. So we'll, we'll come back to that as we go. And for now, what I want to do is open some space to really connect with Sophia and her journey. So Sophia, once again, <laughs> welcome. Hey. Thank um, you. I want to start by asking this question that I've had is you and I have been having this lovely opportunity to connect and share conversations lately. And I mm-hmm. realize. I don't know a lot about your background. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey, that journey through um, releasing the traumatic past that included rape and incest and, and the journey through corporate? Where, mm-hmm. what, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Mm. I tend to be an extremist, so when I do something, I do it well. <laughs> <laughs> So when I had to come through this journey, I pretty much uh, gathered everything you could do or could go through. I grew up in a very, very repressive Jehovah's Witness religion. My Mm. mother's a super zealot. Um, And, of course, in that religion, sex is just within marriage. It's not talked about. It's not... Um, really accepted. Um, And this kind of sexual energy is very much not even invited in that religion. Mm. On top of that, I did have sexual abuse at eight. Until I was 38, I didn't actually know it was my father in um, my healing journey. Mm. I also... When I left the religion at age 20, right around that time, I had a rape as well. So I actually kind of paired that mentally, as sometimes we do. Oh, am I being punished? And then I kind of went in this reactive place where I was, went very promiscuous and acted out. And then I went to the complete pendulum swing of cutting off my sexual energy completely. Mm which led to me at the day after I turned 34 being given two weeks to live. And at that point, 
I had to decide to decide to do something different because obviously I was literally killing myself with suppressing anger and hurt and rage and all of it and mm-hmm. not listening to my body. So I had to choose first of all to live and then I had to choose to live differently. So that became uh, part of my healing journey and part of opening into that sacred sexual energy, which I learned later was actually my life force, which I had been disconnected from and um, really not in communion with my entire life. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's, It's really powerful to hear your as you're sharing about these intense experiences, right? And how many mm-hmm. yeah. of us have these experiences in very many ways around the ways in which we're not listening to our body and the ways in which we are um, experiencing harmful behaviors, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and yet I hear what I heard in there was this, I had a, I had a choice and I made a, I made yeah. a choice to live and to live differently. And, you know, aho, the strength to see and acknowledge that. And then what, what, where did that carry you? Like, how did that inspire you or what piece, where Mm -hmm. did that take you? Mm -hmm. You know, and I want to amplify that too with the choice piece, because I had actually found energy processes and energy work a few years before even I was told I had two weeks to live. So I was doing the healing work. I mean, I was intensely, you know, seeing clients and doing healing all of the time. That's actually how um, my life was actually functional at that point, despite how uh, disconnected from my body. But I still hadn't chosen. I still hadn't chosen to live and to fully live. So when I came to that point of having to decide again, and it was it was kind of an interesting point because when they told me I had two weeks to live, I was like, well, shit. And that was it. Yeah. There was no fear. There was no anger. There was just like, huh, well, that's interesting. And it was, wow. it was kind of like comically <laughs> blank. And then I had to kind of look at that, like, oh, do I actually want to fight this? It would certainly be easier to let go do I actually want to choose to do this? And then I obviously did choose that. And then I had to really kind of unravel, okay, what created me coming to this point where I'm literally being told that I'm going to die? And a lot of it... I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but now I'm I'm just really curious, and I think many people listening may be, what was it that was the two weeks? Like, can you share a little bit about... Um, if you feel comfortable in that, in what it was that oh, yeah. they were saying. Yes. Yeah, please. Yes, I had fibroid tumors and I was hemorrhaging um, mm. so massively. And I was so weak at that point. Um, it was very difficult to get through a day, but I was I was kind of in that healing haze. Like, oh, you know, I'm I'm actually doing this work and it doesn't matter how I feel. I'm healing people and working with their energy and uh, I'm, I think I was coming from the place of, I have these gifts, I have to share them no matter how I feel, (laughs) which is, which is kind of an interesting spiritual kind of slip and slide that sometimes we get into. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, I was hemorrhaging so much and my hemoglobin level was less than four. I had to have um, massive um, multiple transfusions, uh, Mm. which is actually an interesting point. Uh, You know, having such a maybe uh, uncomfortable relationship with the masculine, what they told me is that one person actually gave me all of those transfusions, which I had multiple. Um, so they obviously must have had a life um, altering event. And it was a man, one man mm. who literally gave his life for me. Wow. And it was such an interesting kind of revelation. And I would think it's not something you usually hear. You don't usually hear who the donor is. It's not usually from one person. And it was so interesting and I could feel the difference. And I'm like, it was kind of the beginning of the healing with the masculine. How so, profound. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, mm. It was a really striking point to me that one man saved my life. Mm. And, and really interesting. Yes. So continuing to unravel this literally I took three months I let everything go I let my job go I let healing go I let everything go and literally walked on the beach for three months in California on the boardwalk and I just went inward and just like okay body it's you and I I have obviously been doing a really shitty job with you and I apologize what do we do next and I just really focused on my body and how I had actually created these patterns. And what was coming up was about all the things I had suppressed and all the things that I had turned off, including my sexual energy, which honestly, I, I found fun um, after the rape. It was more about control, but I didn't actually see sexual energy as literal life force as Mm. actually something that created both my life and could be used to create the life that I want. So that was a new perspective that I had to learn in this healing journey. It's had many levels. Um, It's still, there's still levels. I was just um, relating to you this, that on the plane here, because I just got back from a retreat in Asheville that I had another awareness um, around letting go of another piece of this kind of um, what has turned out to be a gift. And many Mm. years ago, I could not have said that. Yeah, of course. And it's really beautiful. It's really interesting to know that um, if you'd like, I can actually share what I shared with you. Yeah, do please do. If you, yes. Could you share that? The, mm Mm-hmm. So I have been on a journey recently of connecting with wolves. So really the instinctual part of myself and being so in tune with my instincts that I am naturally in communion with all of life. Hmm. And on this street that I was on, I was drawn to a book, Mystery of the White Lions, Children of the Sun God. And it's actually a channeled book of this woman who had went through a life or death event on a safari and kind of her evolution into becoming a shaman as well as a protector of these white lions. Mm. 
And it's interesting because it tunes me into both the instinct part, the energy of the lions, and it's also giving me kind of a platform to understand more of the, the wolves, even though I'm not reading about them specifically. Anyhow, there was a passage in there that a shaman believed that no prey is killed by um, just happenstance. But at a soul level, they offer their self up for the taking according to God's plan. Mm. And for some reason, that just struck me so deeply. I'm on the plane. I'm reading. And I had to really take a pause. I, I think I read that page like 10 times. And it just really hit me. And what it struck me was actually not on the level of around death, but around um, the understanding of that we actually are the gift in life. Um, and what came mm-hmm. up for me was around sexual trauma that I experienced in reference to my father and the incest and the man or men who perpetrated the rape. Of course, in today's society, that's considered predatory and, of course, not something that is encouraged. However, on a soul level, being the gift, if I offer myself on that soul level for those trying to regain their light in this life, there was no true perpetration. There is no soul Mm -hmm. harm. So being this soul, I offered myself on that level, being the gift, thus there would be no need to protect myself. Like, you know, we protect ourselves in separation or weight or relationships or no boundaries or all these different things. But it was such an interesting kind of, kind of spin in my head that's still kind of unfolding, but being the gift if I freely offer myself as the soul light, it's in all ways and all experiences. And that just really felt like freedom. So as I said, it's still kind of unfolding, but it's like percolating in there and it's such so new and beautiful and tender yet. It's so relevant. Yeah. And, and that was my sense when you and I talked about it briefly before was like how, how tender that can be, you know, how, like that's a that's a profound shift of presencing into our beings and our soul bodies that we don't yeah. see a lot in our society, you know. And to, and and there's this way in which I'm hearing you meet it for yourself with a lot of care for yourself. That yeah. um and a lot of like that that the way I think that can show up for some is this resistance and anger and no I was hurt and it wasn't my fault which is all so true and and those behaviors are so not okay like on any level and that layer underneath that is what I heard you say freeing right there's a true freedom and and it's reminding me of another book actually the um mutant message down under I heard a similar theme (laughs) from that book of as she's off in the uh, Australian uh, Aborigine um, community and tribe that she's been called into as a white woman to bring teachings back to the West basically and sort of get initiated Mm -hmm. and she 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 notices this same thing the way in which the engagement with the animal for the for the meal is not that there's a power over or a, um, you know, a, I'm, it's, 
it's this killing in this sort of aggressive um, way. It's more of this communion at a soul level that this is, this is the mm-hmm. time and the way that we're meant to engage. And, yes. and, and that is so, I, I just, I really commend you for, for like the journey I'm perceiving that you must have met in your body to be able to meet that with that sense of freedom as, as a gift, like, whoo, mm-hmm. that is yeah. huge. <laughs> and huge, huge and huge compassion. You know, we huge. often have so much compassion for others, but when it comes to ourselves and certainly I haven't come to this kind of piece of awareness overnight, it's taken me years and many levels and, yeah. and, many pieces of unraveling to get to the point where I actually can see it this way. So Mm -hmm. for someone who's listening and they're like, Oh no, I, that does not resonate. You know, at that, at this moment, it may not resonate. It may never resonate and be compassionate with wherever you are because it is such a tender place to be. And there are so many levels and as a soul, we came to experience them all. Beautiful. Yes. Compassion and compassion for ourselves, wherever we are meeting, meeting ourselves in this journey, in this moment and saying, Oh, beautiful body, beautiful sacred body. I love you. And I'm going to do my best to listen to your messages. You know, this is (laughs) something that I invite like our, the deep sacred body pledge. I'm going to do my best to listen to you. And sometimes mm. I'm going to screw that up. <laughs> and when I do, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to be gentle about it and to really acknowledge, um, being, being in a body as a gift. Mm. So, yeah. So thank you. I want to take uh, a short break. We're going to come back. Um, so we're, we're going to just take a short break come back and we're going to hear more from Sophia on her powerful and brave journey in this lifetime. You are listening live to Body, Mind, Spirit Radio. Today is Tuesday, November 20th, 2018, and you are listening to Sacred Sexuality with Leslie Blackburn. If you'd like to talk with Leslie and Sophia live on the air, give us a call at 646-378-0378. That number again is 646-378-0378. And now back to your host, Leslie Blackburn. my love and thank you Sophia I'm so appreciating our conversation and as we so we've been diving in a bit into this journey of like what what your journey through some of the shadowy darkness stuff you know what how you're meeting that and how you're moving through it and I heard you you know really claim I'm choosing I'm choosing to live life differently so and, and sexuality being such an important piece of that I'm curious, why, why, is, why sexuality? Why is that so imperative? You know, what is that for mm. you? Yes. 
Well, what I've come to understand is that sexuality, it's beautiful, it's important, but the the kind of switch up in the perspective is that it's actually necessary. I actually believe that it's the number one responsibility for conscious people to have access to their full sexual energy. So often we relate it to just sex, like mm. intercourse or masturbation or creating a child, yet that energy is literally within your body at all times. So what are you doing with it <laughs> the rest mm. of those times? Because, yes. you know, we're not engaging in that all of the time. As much fun as that might be all of the time, it doesn't happen. We have work and children and traffic and, you know, clients and all of these things. Yet there's this life force that literally creates life and we can start to challenge it to create our life. So it's a change in perspective of, Oh, it's meeting. What is this energy? It's your creative energy to create life. It's your creativity. It's your expression. It's your power. And I think that's a really important one to emphasize because So often we're not coming from a place of power. You know, it Mm. could look like in a partnership, you're emasculating your partner. It could look like you're not having boundaries with your clients or your personal relationships. It could look like lack of clarity around your purpose and not being able to articulate it or bring in the masculine energy of money. It can Mm. come through every single area of life. If there's an imbalance in your sexual energy, it literally is in every single area of your life. And that's something we don't look at and something we don't kind of tap into. And that's why it's hugely important, especially as conscious people, especially as those of us who want to create an impact and have beautiful lives. It is actually imperative that we have this energy and to access it. Mm. Ah, oh, it is imperative. I'm, I'm loving hearing the way you're articulating that the power of our, of our sexual energy as a, as, you know, as we trust and connect with our power and mm-hmm. our clarity and alignment to soul purpose, it's re- literally what fuels that, you know, yeah. um, the, the way in which, sexual energy is how we kind of chose to be here to begin with, right? That creative sex energy mm-hmm. of our parents drew, drew us in, magnetized us in to say we're coming in. And mm-hmm. uh, then our, our ability to meet and create space to really say yes to realigning with that sole purpose that we walked in with um, is, is connected, you know, to, to that flow to that capacity to meet the power in our bodies mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and if and if we're kind of shying away from our purpose um you're actually cutting off your life force i mean i certainly did when it came up that you know sexuality and money was in my purpose i was like really do i have to do these like can i be a cake decorator come on <laughs> <laughs> Can I get like an easy one? You know, it's just like, no, let me go with the complicated one and, you know, the one people have the most judgments and hang ups around. But, you know, really, when I let 
let that in, that's when things really started to flow. It actually started, I was uh, creating my first telesummit and I was going to do it around healing. And I went to Sedona and literally like the entire trip was surround sound orgasm from the wine to the visions I got at <laughs> Bell Rock to connecting with that energy. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I get it. And then, you know, that's how the original telesummit was born. It was like, okay, if you're going to go for this, let's just do it. Let's, let's forget our hangups. Let's forget, you know, let's take myself out of the equation and actually let me show up in what's wanting to come through. So that was really it. I had to get out of my own way and just be like, okay, the universe wants me to talk about sex and money. So let's do it. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) And I so appreciate that you are right. The vulnerability that comes with that call that, that I can relate with as well for sure in my past is Mm -hmm. like, like you said, you can't, you can't not see it once you see it. And once you got, once the call is there, you're just like, okay, all right. Okay. And, and opening to be the vessel for that um, call and that connection. And, and yet it's not easy. And so just thank you for sharing today and, and in general to, because I see you really share from your vulnerability as well as that is your strength. You know, it's the way in which we go that like there is, there is light and life and possibility that we offer as we meet these shadowy places that we've experienced um, for our own journey and offer. Yes really there's a way through and yes, really this is possible. And that's what I hear and see in what you're sharing. Yeah. Thank you. And a piece there that's important is, you know, we often are, Oh, I'd love this beautiful life. I want to create this with my business. I want to have the impact in the world. Yet, are we actually able to receive it? That's such a huge piece. Uh, I like to relate Mm -hmm. to people as king and queens. And I say there are three spaces. You rule, you serve, and you receive. And we actually start with receiving because that is often the breakdown And the vulnerability, as you said, is the key piece because you can only receive what you're vulnerable enough to let in. And so often we see vulnerability as weakness, but it is actually a piece of your power. And when you're not receiving, you're not receiving money. You're not receiving um, that beautiful interaction with your child or your partner. You're not really hearing your clients fully. And I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that you're doing anything wrong, whatever space you're in. It's just you can always increase the level of receiving. You can always increase the level of where you're showing up. And when you actually show up fully, then you get to meet the magic of the universe. Mm. When you show up fully, you get to meet the magic of the universe. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you I'm, know, because we have tasters. You know, certainly we're, co- we're creators and we have tasters of magic. But when you fully show up, 
then life opens up in a way that you could never even imagine. Yes. Yes. And what I'm curious about um, to ask as, as I'm sitting in the shoes of the listeners and of people who I've talked to as I'm meeting people on this journey and offering a new program um, uh, to really support sex educators and somatic professionals to feel that clarity and joy in their soul purpose, you know, align to that through sexual empowerment so that we can change the world uh, <laughs> through, you know, through really creating a culture of love and respect um, of, for our bodies and ourselves, each other and the planet. And one of the things really coming up sometimes is, is money, right? And I love your connection of the energetics of all this with money, with sex. And I'm curious What's your, do you have a, a suggestion, a tip of how do you meet when, when there's that place, that fear of, oh, I don't have the money or how do I create the money for things that I feel important and valuable to me to invest in? How do I do that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, money is just an energy. Often we give our power over to energy, like money's the one stopping you from doing this. But again, it comes to choice. And in the receiving, there's also a misunderstanding um, that receiving is just passive. Like you're just holding your hands up and God's going to drop all the stuff in your hand. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> re- re- receiving is not passive. So when you actually commit to having something, like for instance, if there's a program or um, an event, or even something your body is just craving to have. You commit to having it. Even if you don't know the how, it is actually choosing it. Again, it's that choice. Choice trumps everything. When you choose, and really choose, not like the half-ass, like, oh, I'd really like that when the money comes in or, you know, when this happens, because so often we put everything in the future, the when, 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 you know, when the kids get older, when I have the money, when I retire, blah, blah, blah. Um, So instead of actually putting it off, choose it in the now and then begin to co-create with the universe and start to ask the energies because everything, again, is energy and you can start to play with the universe. Okay, universe, what would it take to create this? What energy can I be to bring this to fruition, to have this? And you get to play with these energies. You get to co-create with these energies. And you also have the inspired action. Because, again, you, you can't just sit there and expect everything to fall into your lap. I mean, it would be great, but right. in today's world, it just doesn't happen that way. <laughs> Sometimes it does. You, you think of something and it shows up, and that's awesome. But the yes. things that are really kind of meaningful that you actually have to choose and that you may have some tenderness around or you know, really needing to like lean into it with all of your life and body and soul. Those are the ones that you actually need to commit to. I can give you an example. I had a client who, when she came to me, she didn't have the money to work with me, but she's like, I know you're the one. So I was like, okay. I said, well, it takes commitment. It takes choice. And then I also gave her some energy pieces. So she bravely chose a date. She gave me her credit card number. And 
in doing so, a few days later, um, money came to her. It also opened up a relationship with her father that had been kind of previously in the past few years had been non-existent. And by that date that she had chosen, she had the money so we could begin. Yes. And then in, in the next few months, she created over $15,000 without a job, without a partner, and without a business. Mm. So the, the, the kind of parameters we put that money has to come a certain way, it's just not true. It can come that way. Absolutely. But there are millions of ways. And if you actually open yourself into them, if you open yourself into pleasure, if you open into that intuitive action, the money and what you're actually seeking will come. Yeah. It's what? You choose it. Yes, you choose it. Yes. Oh, That's fabulous. Oh, thank you for sharing. I'm grinning just ear to ear. ear. I've, I've, no, I've had my own examples of this as well. And you articulate it so perfectly that it's really about choosing and committing. It's like we become enrolled in the connection with our soul path. And that, yeah. that then the universe says, okay, yeah, are you really in? Because if you're really in, we're going to show, show you how you're going to have the support to do that whether that's the money or the, the, you know, support of other beings emotionally or whatever that looks like, it will be there that we have yeah. to really align that we're in too, you know, yeah. and um, because we are the ones that spark that. And I, I saw it for myself actually earlier this year, I was just like, spirit was like, you must go do this training. And I was like, really? I've already done so many trainings. I really have another- yes, you must do this training, you know? And, and I'm like, but that's a lot of money. How am I going to come up with this, you know, thousands of dollars? And, and I couldn't see it. And, and, and it's, you must do it. I'm like, okay, I'm in, I'm in. And I'm going to then, as I commit open to the universe to say, how does that show up? What does it look like? And, and it emerged. And, um, I was mm-hmm. super grateful and, and yet knew, I knew, uh, having explored that before, that it would happen. And, um, and it's, hard to, it's hard to get to that level of, like, really trusting uh, that yeah. it will, you know, that you have that power of creating, um, yeah. creating the abundance that you'll need to align with your deep soul purpose. Believe me, you, your body, your soul wants you there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And you have to keep choosing. Like it's, again, it's not the passive, like, okay, I chose and that's it. Yes. (laughs) Like you have to actually keep choosing. And sometimes when it's something so much of a profound shift, the universe will actually ask you, okay, is this what you really want? And are you really choosing at this time? Uh, I can give you another example. I had a man who was um, thinking of working with me. We spoke um, on an evening, maybe around nine or 10 o'clock because I was in Italy and he was in California. And we spoke and he's like, okay, he's like, I have the money. I'm ready to do this. It feels very resonant. I just want to check and see if I can pull all this money out um, and we'll talk in the morning. So we set up to talk at 9 a.m. his time. At 7 a.m., a woman from his past showed up and said, 
that she wanted to get together, that she wanted to get married, which was what he wanted. However, this was a relationship that had been broken by trust and some other things. And I found it so interesting. I mean, literally, like within 12 hours, (laughs) this woman showed up. And you know what? He chose to go on that path with her and then broke up with her and then added a different one. So, you know, sometimes we're given the opportunity to to actually really, really choose. Like, okay, am I actually going to keep in the pattern and the life that I have, or am I actually going to choose what is calling me and what I really desire? Yes. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's big, right? I call it the universe sending us little tests. Like, okay, you said you picked. Did you pick? <laughs> Because here's here's a chance, and yes. and then you know how we choose, and we always have choice. We you know whatever that choice is, it's not bad. It's it's even when we look at it and go, well, that's the same pattern. Why did I do that again? Well, that's what your choice was. That's perfect. It's perfectly yeah. aligned each step of the way for whatever our journey is. And uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you for those examples and for your advice and suggestions for people to really tangibly claim that the the abundance they need to really align with what they feel called to strongly do in this planet, you know, aligning with our soul purpose is not easy and is so exactly what we're doing. Um, yeah. And so yeah. rewarding in that way too, you know, tapping into that flow and we just, Oh my gosh, I had no idea I could feel so alive and refueled and vibrant in my life when I'm not fighting against the flow of what I'm being called to do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And too, calling in that money, you know, that's another thing I speak of that divine wealth is actually another piece for spiritual people. It's, it's such kind of the quandary, you know, we've, you know, had vows in other lifetimes. or we're thinking like, Oh, the people who have money, they aren't spiritual and all these things, but it's actually necessary as well because wealth is how you impact and penetrate the world. You get to shift consciousness with your choices and your energy. And one of the biggest ways we do that is money. So in claiming your sexual energy in claiming your divine wealth, you again get to fully show up. Mm. Mm. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you, Sophia. I so appreciate you sharing with us today um, and exploring this, this deep territory. Um, Yeah. You get to show up. Mm. Mm -hmm. I, I, um, I'm going to have us do another brief um, break where we're going to come back and we're going to close with a little bit of a a closing. I love to do a closing body um, sink in. Would you like to guide us through that? I'm going to put you on the spot, Sophia. Sure. 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 Okay. (laughs) All right. Sweet. Um, So I'm going to have us shift to a break. And when we come back, Um, we're going to hear Sophia have us check in with our bodies. Thank you for joining us today. 
You are listening live to Sacred Sexuality with Leslie Blackburn. Leslie has a detailed website. You can find radio podcasts, videocasts, and more free resources at leslieblackburn.com. The website is mobile-friendly and also has the full class and event schedule, information on private sessions, mailing list sign-up, and much more, again, at leslieblackburn.com. Announcing Leslie's new leadership program for sexuality educators and somatic professionals. The program is titled Claiming Your Sacred Sexual Shamanic Self, and applications are open now. This three-month leadership and sexual empowerment program includes group calls, one-on-one coaching online from wherever you are on the planet, and an amazing one-week in-person retreat in Western Michigan. See details at and fill out the interest chat form so she can have a conversation with you about whether this is the right thing at the right time for you. Leslie also offers private sessions and has helped many hundreds of individuals and couples over years on their path of sacred sexuality. Sessions are available either in person or by Skype or phone. See details on the website under Classes and Coaching. There are also options for home study practices. Sacred sexuality classes on four new topics are available by video. You can purchase access to these at the website. And the Tantric Energy Touch Workshop is available as an audio CD. Order online at the website. The best way to get announcements about upcoming events, as well as inspirational stories, videos, and radio show archives, is to subscribe to the email newsletter by clicking on the link on the website, leslieblackburn.com. Reminder that Leslie is available for speaking engagements. More information on the website. And if you like what you've heard today and want more, there's a whole new way to support Leslie in bringing these sacred sexuality teachings into the world and get amazing rewards for it, including sneak peeks of her new book, which is currently underway. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Leslie Blackburn. See all the details again, patreon.com slash Leslie Blackburn. And now back to your host, Leslie Blackburn. Ah, thank you, my love, for sharing a bed, and thank you, Sophia, and yeah, I invite you, Sophia, to guide us into a place in our bodies. (laughs) Ah, yes. So let's really come into this moment. We've talked about a lot of things. The day is going to unfold, so let's just let everything go, everything we talked about, everything in the past, everything in the future, allow it to dissipate, kind of like clouds. You can return to it after you give yourself this gift of this sacred moment with your body, and become aware, are there any scents in the air? Any sounds? There's any distracting sounds? Almost as if there's a dial in front of you. Just turn that down. So it becomes part of the background. Feel the temperature of the air on your skin. And really feel your body where you're sitting or laying. And almost as if the earth was kind of suction 
adding suction cups to your feet, really grounding you into this moment. Start to breathe. I like to do breaths a little differently. So I'd love you to breathe into your womb. It does not matter if you're a man or a woman. It's your space for creative energy. So breathe into your womb. Spiral it up your spine for that kundalini energy. And breathe out of your heart. Now let's do that again. Breathe into your womb. Up your spine. And out of your heart. And then as if you could open your feet chakras. Again, you're so grounded to the earth. You're opening your feet chakras. And start to actually pulse and contract your pelvic region. Starting to mix your own sexual energy. And as you do so, you start to feel a rumble of the earth. The earth is sending up her sexual energy, the Shakti energy from the earth. And it's flooding through your feet, through your Mm. hands, flooding through your body, mixing with your own sexual essence. And really just giving form to the sexual energy within your body. If there's any nutrients or energies or frequencies that your body particularly requires, I ask that you receive those now. And then opening your crown chakra and receiving a flood of this beautiful white gold cosmic Shakti energy. Again, it's mixing with your own essence, that of the earth. Really breathing that in, circulating it through your entire body. And now that you're feeling full, because so often we come from the place of depletion or of lack, now that you're feeling full, I'd love you to open your cells. So we have about 75 trillion cells. So that's about 10,000 times the amount of people on earth. So open each and every one of those cells as if they're a window. And just imagine Every molecule, every being, every planet turns its attention to you. And each molecule, each being contributes their creative sexual energy to you. And just allow yourself to receive. Again, you have 75 trillion co-conspirators who want to play with you and create with you who want to receive with you in this moment if you feel any barriers come up just gently drop them you can even mime pushing them down but just allow yourself to receive the entire universe is wanting to contribute this energy to you just allow yourself to receive it Mm. And then 
just mm-hmm. gently closing yourselves, literally embodying this energy. And just to integrate that, again, feel your feet on the ground. And let's take three more of those breaths. So breathe into your womb. Spiral up your spine. And breathe out of your heart. And again, breathe into your womb, your spine, and breathe out of your heart. Then one last time, womb, spine, and heart. And just notice once again the feelings in your body, the temperature in the air, the sense, the sounds. And as if you could see a dial in front of you for magic. I just actually like you to turn up that dial and invite the magic of today to meet you. And turn mm-hmm. that up. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Wee. Mmm, <laughs> thank you. Oh. Divine. I love meeting these cells and mm-hmm. yeah. creating and uh dialing up the magic. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Sophia. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in, whether that's today, live on this snowy day, at least here in Michigan in (laughs) November, and those who are listening in the podcast in the archives. Deep, deep gratitude, blessings, and namaste. Namaste. Thank you for joining us today for Sacred Sexuality with Leslie Black. Please visit her website, leslieblackburn.com. Leslie is also available for private sessions, and you can find out more information about this at the website. Thanks, everyone, for joining us, and have a beautiful day. Join us again next time for continued support on your path of self-realization. The power is within you to heal your body, connect deeply with others, manifest your heart's desires, and experience your deepest bliss. By our healing, we impact others, inspiring love for humanity and the planet. Thank you for joining us for Sacred Sexuality with Leslie Blackburn.